We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. When I was your president, we had peace and strength. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury. The United States has great strength and patience. But if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. He was the founder and leader of ISIS. It is far past time for the nations of the world to confront another reckless regime, one that speaks openly of mass murder, vowing death to America, destruction to Israel, the Iranian government. Last night, at my direction, the United States military successfully executed a flawless precision strike that killed the number one terrorist anywhere in the world, Hassan Soleimani. We have sent a powerful message to terrorists. If you value your own life, you will not threaten the lives of our people. And they've been put on notice. If you f around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. It is entirely up to us whether we lift the world to new heights or let it fall. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Another great MAGA morning. It's Tuesday. Remember that? Remember when we had peace through strength? Remember when we had a leader who had balls? Remember when we had a leader that the rest of the world said, don't fuck with that guy. He means business. If he says something, he's going to do it. He means what he says. You remember that? Remember when, yeah, remember when Donald Trump walked into North Korea like he fucking owned the place? The only president to ever do so and then sit down with the guy? Like, all right, little rocket man, this is how it's going to go. Isn't it amazing how things have changed? How things changed for the better, and then now look at us. Now people are questioning if the United States is able to sustain itself 
with multiple wars going on. It's wild. It's 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 really just really screwed up how uh, how far we came and how how great we could have been with the continuation of Donald Trump's presidency for another four years to this gap of just disgusting, evil darkness that has just taken over the country. <clears throat> yeah, Trump getting a sword dance from the Saudis. Remember that? Remember when the Saudis actually respected the American president because they knew he meant business? Meanwhile, our Secretary of State was just over with the Saudis with yesterday and uh, supposed to have a meeting with the, with the crown prince in the evening. And the crown prince was like, ah, fuck that guy. Make him wait. I'll show up in the morning. And then just made demands and said, listen, we know how weak you are. We don't care anymore. You're not, you're not the Trump presidency. We don't care. It's crazy. Good morning, everyone in the chat. Good morning to all my fellow MAGA extremists. Yes, I love it. I love it. AP Unfiltered, Rocket. Jobs Dead, I saw you in there. Your order went out yesterday, and I think you'll be uh, mighty pleased. There's a couple extras in there. A couple extra things in there for you for all the support you give to the show. Jonathan Allen, yes, get fucked as always. Thank you. I saw Laura Ann in there. Laura Ann sent a message to my Twitter yesterday. Apparently, she lost her cell phone and it got run over like 180 times. And she has to order a new one. So I see her in there. She'll be in lurking mode until she gets a phone sent to me. How upsetting that have you know must have been. Like you lose your phone and you can't go get it. And you just keep watching it get run over and run over and run over. I'll be honest with you. There are some days where I would consider that a blessing because of all the people that annoy me daily on my phone. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't done it already, hit the thumbs up. Hit the uh, help juice the algorithm. Comment on the video. I know you're all active in the live chat and you did it yesterday. And it, it really does help because more people see it and more people comment. So throw a comment in the comment section. Like whatever it is. You have a thought. You got whatever. Middle finger emojis. I I don't care what you do. Just just comment. We want to try to get this uh, this video out to as many people as possible in Rumble World. Take the link, put it on your social media, share it on Twitter, share it with everybody. And uh, the more views, the more people we get, the bigger the community becomes of MAGA extremists. And we'll just have to weed out the trolls and the feds. But yeah, if you don't want to be considered a fed, hit the thumbs up. <clears throat> yeah, the Gulfstream. There you go. It does suck. I, you know, you lose your phone. I never use, I never use Discord either. I have it. AP Unfiltered is the mastermind behind the show's Discord. I have nothing to do with it other than, hey, how are you? I'm gonna chat every once in a while, and I, I have to just set the, I have to set the notification so that when I know people are in there, I can pop in and say hello when I can. But that's a, uh, that's a pro, a, a project in progress. So we got a lot going on. Are we going to have a House Speaker today? Is Jim Jordan going to get the votes? I believe they're going to bring it to the House floor today around noon or so. But who knows? Things change so fast with these idiots in in Congress. But um, we'll get to uh, we'll get to some of that in a little bit because there has been some changes. We had six commies that were completely against Jim Jordan and actually considering working with Democrats to possibly get that 
Obama 2.0, anti-America commie piece of shit, Hakeem Jeffries, the Speaker of the House. You know, just the Republicans give power back over to the Democrats when they have the majority. That has changed, and most of them have been because of grassroots pressure, because of people calling into their office and sending emails. I made phone calls to all of them multiple times yesterday that uh, it's it seems that they have felt enough grassroots pressure to systematically, one by one, change their mind and saying, we will be supporting and voting for Jim Jordan. I'm not sure of all of them. I think they were down to like one or two that they were working on, but we'll see. Um, anyway. <clears throat> oh, also, I'll, uh, I know I, I talk about them often, and if you're not following them, you should be following Steak for Breakfast on Twitter, and you should be following their podcast. It's audio only. It's the fastest-growing political commentary podcast you'll find, and it's great. It blows the war room away, and they have top-tier guests. I will be. They're on Apple, Spotify, everywhere. You'll get your audio um, podcasts. I will be on there today with Roan doing the news. And the the, the uh, episodes usually drop every Tuesday and Friday, probably between 5 and 6 p.m., sometimes a little earlier. So if you are subscribed to Steak for Breakfast podcast, you'll get a notification automatically. But I will be on today, I believe, with Christina Bob, Liz Harrington, and, and maybe some, I think maybe a member of Congress. I'm not sure who, but I'll be, yeah, I'll be on steak for breakfast today with Ron. We'll be having a good time over there talking everything, uh, you know, politics and whatever else. And also tonight, We the People Radio, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with my bearded co-host, James Curry. Anyway, Donald Trump, the D.C. swamp, Obama-loving, conservative-hating judge, Whatever her name is, what is it, Tanya Chutkin, Chutkin, whatever. We'll just call a piece of shit for all intents and purposes. She hit Trump with a a partial gag order. Partial, gag, full, whatever it is. Fact of the matter is that she's suppressing his First Amendment rights to free speech because, you know, he talks badly about, <clears throat> well, the current president, the judge, people involved in the case, where he should have the right to do so. So <clears throat> the Obama judge hits Trump with gag order, then lectures Trump's attorneys on election interference. This is great. Oh, good morning, Hog. Good morning, Hog. I love it. Morning, motherfuckers and fed faggots. <laughs> How many feds we have in the chat? Come on, with a show of hands. How many feds? do we have in the chat? <clears throat> Good morning, Big Mac 79. Got your Mark 48 cigar in your shirt pocket. Well, I hope you light it up today and enjoy it very much. If you're on Instagram, take a photo, tag Patriot Cigar Company on Instagram. It'll get reshared. We have a nice little Instagram community over there with Patriot Cigar Company. All right. So... Obama, judge, hits Trump with gag order, uh, then lectures Trump on election interference. Lawless D.C. judge Tanya Chutkin, an Obama-appointed judge, commie lover, hit President Trump with a gag order on Monday. President Trump will be barred from speaking out against special counsel Jack Smith, court witnesses, and more. This guy Jack Smith is an utter failure. He has destroyed the lives of other prominent uh, Republicans, and the good thing is the Supreme Court doesn't really like how Jack Smith practices law. 
and at least one occasion unanimously have has overturned um, a case that he was the prosecutor for. But I believe that's not the only one. There were other ones that were overturned, not unanimously, but they were overturned by the Supreme Court because he is a lawless piece of garbage. This is complete lawlessness and is meant to silence President Trump as Jack Smith continues to leak to the press on a weekly basis. So the prosecution can leak to the press all the bad things about Donald Trump. They can defame him. They can smear him. They can talk all the smack they want about Donald Trump. But Donald Trump is now gagged from saying anything about this piece of shit Jack Smith and this horrible judge, this biased, horrible judge that celebrates and participates in the political prosecution of conservatives, uh, January 6th defendants, and is notoriously famous now for giving more jail time to January 6th defendants than the prosecution asks for. This is all by design, people. We're not stupid. Federal Judge Monday imposed a partial gag order on former President Donald Trump in his criminal election interference case in D.C., This garbage judge barred Trump and other parties in the case from making any public statements targeting special counsel Jack Smith and his staff. She also prohibited statements targeting court staff. The ruling by Chutkin granted some of the restrictions sought by Smith, whose office is prosecuting the federal case accusing Trump of trying to overturn his 2020 election loss. Chutkin delivered the ruling at the end of the hearing in which she expressed concerns about the scope of Smith's proposed order. At one point... Chutkin asked prosecutor Molly Gaston to define which of Trump's statements about the case would qualify as disparaging and therefore be barred under the gag order. She also asked how such an order could be enforced against a former president. You know what? He should violate every order and make them challenge them and call their fucking bluff. Come and jail me because I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll be able to. I don't think they know how to. Chutkin clashed repeatedly with Trump defense lawyer John Lauro, who argued that the effort to limit his clients out of court statements would violate Trump's First Amendment rights, not to mention affect his, or technically affect his campaign for president of the United States, which really, if you think about it, I don't think would affect it that much because I think Donald Trump has enough mouthpieces like we the people, you and I, and so many other millions that would really echo what the former president has to say because it would get leaked anyway on, on, and I don't think he would, he would hold back in certain uh, spaces on what he thought. Laurel also argued that the gag order would adversely impact Trump's 2024 presidential campaign, like election interference. That's exactly what all this is about. Every case against Donald Trump is nothing more than systematically interfering with the election to either sway people away from Donald Trump or somehow find a reason to prevent him where everyone goes along with it from running for president of the United States. He accused the Justice Department under President Joe Biden for censoring Trump and claimed without evidence that the case against Trump was linked to Trump's effort to reclaim the White House from Biden. It's really really nonsense. And right away in the – I'm going to jump right to the next article about it where 
Chutkin, the judge, laughs at Trump's lawyers and says, Trump doesn't have unfettered First Amendment rights. Last I have seen, we have a Constitution of the United States that covers all American citizens. And Donald Trump is a private citizen. The judge, Tanya Chutkin, on Monday imposed, again, a gag order in the middle of a presidential election on Donald Trump, yes, we know, by design. Last month, Jack Smith made this motion to gag Trump because he was told to. I seriously doubt he uh, thought of it on his own. Because <clears throat> whoever is pulling the strings, again, the call it the deep state, call it whatever you want, the evil cabal out terrified that Donald Trump could possibly win the presidency, which he will, people, he will. They need to gag him. They need to silence him because he speaks too much in public. He posts too much on social media. And we can't have him influencing people and opening up their eyes to the truth and reality that this judge, this prosecutor, this entire Biden DOJ judicial apparatus is completely corrupt and will do anything to help the evil Democrats retain power over us and control. The need for the proposed order is further evidenced by a review of the defendant's prejudicial statements in the weeks since the government initially filed its motion on September 15th. Jackson's prosecutors wrote in the court filing reviewed by this reporter. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Smith's prosecutor said Trump waged a sustained campaign of prejudicial public statements regarding witnesses, the court, the district, and the prosecutors, which to me is all free speech. The judge is biased. The witnesses suck. The system sucks. Your evidence sucks. The prosecutors are corrupt pieces of shit, and there's evidence of that and a history of that. I'm an American citizen. What's the problem of me saying that? Oh, because I'm running for president and everyone's going to realize what garbage you are. So the judge held, held the hearing on Monday on Jack Smith's proposed gag order and used it as an opportunity to attack Donald Trump. President Trump will be barred from speaking out against special counsel Jack Smith, court witnesses, and more. That's not going to prevent you, and that's not going to prevent me, and again, that's not going to prevent millions of other people from speaking out against this piece of shit, Jack Smith, who doesn't even live in the United States, by the way, and so many other deep issues with just surrounding this guy. Trump's lawyer, John Laurel, rightfully argued a gag order would stop Trump from campaigning and speaking on important issues. So... His attorney, John Laurel, is also arguing that these prosecutors want to stop Mr. Trump from speaking out about the issues of the day. These are issues of the day because make no mistake that these sick Democrats who are shilling for uh, Joe Biden and everybody else and even these these DeSantards, right, supposed conservative Republicans on, on the right who – are still posting about Donald Trump spending the rest of his life in jail because they're banking on that because that would be the only way. Either Donald Trump dies or gets thrown in a jail cell is that Ron DeSantis would have a shot at the presidency. It's not happening. But Judge Chutkin laughed at Trump's lawyers before telling them that Trump does not have unfettered First Amendment rights. Why does Donald Trump not have First Amendment rights? Was well, it because he's Donald Trump? Obviously. Obviously. 
Chuck and laughed after Trump's lawyer, John Laro, argued that the current conditions are working, saying she disagreed before she went through some of Trump's statements one by one. Chutkin said Trump doesn't have unfettered First Amendment rights and that there's no question that the court is entitled to draw restrictions to ensure the fair administration of justice. There is no fair administration of justice anywhere involved in this case or situation. We are not stupid. And we have to keep echoing that. It's important. You keep talking about censorship like the defendant has unfettered First Amendment rights. He doesn't, Judge Chutkin said, according to the American press. We're not talking about censorship here. We're talking restrictions to ensure there is a fair administration of justice in this case. Right now, the trial is scheduled for March 4th, 2024, which they're also trying to you know, mess around with the trials because they know that there are, there are several involved, and they're making it very difficult for Trump's lawyers to get from D.C. to Florida and, and wherever else they may have to be. The fact of the matter is the judge is corrupt, Jack Smith is corrupt, and they weren't just chosen willy-nilly out of the blue. Oh, these people are up next for the case. Let's give it to them. No, this is by design. But it didn't stop Donald Trump, and I, and I, I am full in support, again, of Donald Trump just looking at this order and saying, fuck these people. It's my favorite line, I think. And just speak his mind. Because they're not coming. They can call him into court as much as they want. They're not taking him into custody. They're not going to jail him for breaking some judge. They, they, they could try. But the fact of the matter is it's not, it's not going to happen. They literally, again, would have to empty out a jail to house a former president, especially Donald Trump. Secret Service is not just handing over custody of the past president that they are charged with protecting over to some federal correction facility and correction staff. They would literally have to have an entire wing. Or, okay, okay, throw a bracelet on him and shove him in Mar-a-Lago where he can't leave. What's he going to do? Every day he's going he's gonna to be speaking, every day. Whether he's in Mar-a-Lago or Iowa or New Hampshire, he will be there and people will see him and people will watch and listen. At this point, there's nobody else in the Republican spectrum that is going to gain support enough to take it away from Donald Trump. Donald Trump just keeps winning. He keeps winning support. Now he has rappers with millions of followers endorsing him was that waka flaka yesterday came out and endorsed him and there were other prominent people in the black entertainment community that are coming out and endorsing him and a lot of people are saying listen joe biden is losing black support unbelievably and donald trump is gaining it and again if donald trump gets 15 20 percent of the black vote it's a landslide that's tremendous some people are saying more that he'll get more because of the current situation of what's going on with him in the court system and how badly they want to silence him and jail him just for speaking his mind and also it helps that uh, that joe biden has completely put this country into a death spiral especially what's going on around the world where nobody we were the we were the og like we were oh shit 
it was back to like, don't mess with the United, don't mess with America. Are you crazy? America tells you not to invade this one or not to bomb this one. You better not do it. You're going to suffer the consequences. You are going to feel the full force of the United States come upon you. And now they're like, no, we don't care. The United States is so weak. I mean, they have army generals running around in leather dog masks, licking each other, having drag queen shows at military bases. <laughs> oh, Eddie333, you we made it into the chat. I know Rumble's been messing with you. Good morning. Good morning. But Donald Trump was in Iowa yesterday, and he had made some, some comments. And I think this one is great. And this one almost tells me exactly what he says, that he doesn't care what they try to do to him, that he's not going to stop fighting. He's not going to stop fighting, and he's willing to, well... Trump, because that's who they're running against. We really want to run against Trump, but they don't. And the way I look at it, we beat him twice. Now we have to beat him a third time. We beat him. We beat the hell out of him the second time. Think of it. Think of it. Think of it. We did much better the second time than we did the first. Remember that. And they're getting beaten very badly by me in the polls. Uh, they think the only way they can catch me is to stop me from speaking. They want to take away my voice. And a judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? Which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Willing to go to jail. It's not the first time he said it either. Thank you. Thank you very much. So true. So true. Thank you very much. You know, I don't know. Just imagine Donald Trump, <clears throat> real estate mogul billionaire. There's nothing that he hasn't done available to him in the United States of America. Every, every opportunity he has made happen for himself and his family. He, you know, he went from real estate business with his father to changing the face of New York luxury real estate to building unbelievable venues around the world to TV to amuse everything to the Oval Office and still at 77 years old willing to fight willing to fight and you've seen Donald Trump. I've played them on this show. We've played them in, in a, you, you see them played everywhere. Donald Trump from the 80s and 90s. And nothing has changed. Talking about how America has had a raw, raw deal all these years. People are robbing us and taking advantage of it. And we just bend over and take it. And how he truly loves America and Americans. And everybody loved Donald Trump until he decided he's going to run for president as a Republican. Oh, you goddamn right, Rocket. I am so ready for the revenge tour 2024. 
this guy could be living his life with his beautiful wife and his kids and his family at one of the most prestigious, most beautiful properties in Florida and traveling wherever he wants on that big, gorgeous plane of his, Trump Force One, and not have to worry about the stress and anxiety of all of these people mooching off of him and getting paid by him and getting massacred in the media, in the mainstream media, because they're all fake and shit. And the, and the justice system, and he could just live his life playing golf, having a great time. But no. And, and there, will be, there, will, there are people out there that will tell you he's doing it for selfish reasons and ego. Does he really need to do any of this for selfish reasons and ego? He sat in the Oval Office already. He's done everything. There is nothing anybody could give Donald Trump that he doesn't already have or even, or wants. Because if he wants something, he's going to make it happen. And here he is out there going to uh, two events in Iowa yesterday. He's in New, he was in New York late last night about 2 o'clock in the morning back at, at Trump Tower for the ridiculous Letitia James civil trial that he today. The guy doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. He's a machine and he loves America and he loves Americans. And when he sits there and he says that he's willing to go to jail, if that's what it takes for our country to become a democracy again, the great republic that it once was, the things I've seen him say and, 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 and have seen him do, you can't not believe it. You can't not believe it. And again, they can gag him. They can gag him. They can't gag us. They can't gag everyone. They can't gag we the people. They can't. So as long as all of our voices are being heard, whether it's on podcasts, whether it's to your representative, whether it's on social media, whether it's at rallies, whether it's at meetings, we can be the voice in the place of where he may be gagged. And I really hope that he just says, fuck it. What can they really do? Are they going to throw me in jail? Is that going to be the next big debacle? We have, we're involved in two wars. And they're going to throw the guy who's running for president, the political opposition in jail at this point. My opinion is now, is more than ever, is, is a great time for Donald Trump to challenge every order and every case that's been imposed on him by a judge and violate them all. And I would violate them all within 24 hours of each other. Now come and get me. Let's do this. Because we the people aren't going to stand for it. One way or another, it's not going to happen. They can try to gag us all they want. But guess what? There are too many of us to gag all of us. And everybody has to get off their ass let their balls drop, put their big boy pants on, and start showing up and speaking the fuck up. Because if you're not, you're, you're a lame duck. You're a nobody. So do something with yourself and stand up and speak out. Enough is enough. So Donald Trump responded to the judge's gag order, which he just should have said, you know, dear your honor, Fuck you. Love. Donnie T.
President Trump on Monday afternoon responded to the judge's gag order. Again, this is from yesterday's hearing with the gag order that imposed on Donald Trump, basically limiting him speaking about anything uh, in reference to the case and anybody involved. <clears throat> you know, and says that it's not censorship. So he put out a truth. A terrible thing happened to democracy today. Gag order. He put that out on uh, Truth Social. Trump spokeswoman Liz Harrington, who actually I'll be on Steak for Breakfast with uh, later today. Steak for Breakfast podcast. Liz Harrington will be on there. Trump spokeswoman Liz Harrington also released a statement on Chutkin's gag order. Today's decision is an absolute abomination and another partisan knife stuck in the heart of our democracy by crooked Joe Biden, who was granted the right to muzzle his political opponent, the leading candidate for the presidency in 2024, and the most popular political leader in America. President Donald J. Trump, President Trump will continue to fight for our Constitution, the American people's right to support him, and to keep our country free of the chains of weaponized and targeted law enforcement. Liz Harrington said. They've weaponized everything against Donald Trump. And we should not be standing for it any longer. Ever again. It's uh it's crazy. They're trying to gag us all. Give me one second. Give me one second, people. Oh, actually, you know, it's funny. I, I, I saw that. Um, I saw that yesterday. This was back in 2020. We'll, 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 we'll hit that in a little while. Hold on. What'd that just do to me here? Okay. Hold on. I hate some of these websites sometimes. There's so many pop-ups on them. All right, we'll leave that sitting there. So today they're supposedly still, I guess this morning, maybe meeting behind closed doors. Unfortunately, closed doors. It's so ridiculous. The Republicans are what they have to do to get this House Speaker vote on the floor and get the necessary support so that maybe it could be a one-and-done vote. Jim Jordan can be the Speaker. <clears throat> uh, you know, the, the left is going crazy. Oh, Jim Jordan, he hasn't done anything in Congress, which, which listen, it's true. Jim Jordan literally has really done nothing notable in Congress. He wrote a book, which I don't agree with. Matt Gates wrote a book, which I don't agree with. Any member of Congress that's sitting in Congress that has the time to write books and not legislate to me, it's, it's bullshit. But Jim Jordan is a great mouthpiece. He's a, uh, you know, America first firebrand, maybe you could say, out of the, not my, I, I, I like Jim Jordan, but I wish... He would do more. Uh, he is a big supporter of Donald Trump. Again, Donald Trump is a big supporter of him, and I think he will do okay. Uh, I, I'm hoping he does more than okay as as speaker and really, really drives to get things done. I have my doubts that he will do anything in reference to January 6th defendants and the tapes. I really do, and I speak to people who are heavily involved in obviously different organizations and stuff regarding January 6th, and they even have doubts, and they like Jim Jordan also. So when Jim Jordan becomes House Speaker and he gets settled in, I know I will be advocating for heavy, heavy pressure 
about January 6th defendants and the releasing of the tapes and anything and everything else that could possibly be done from the speaker's office in reference to helping the January 6th politically persecuted and prosecuted uh, defendants. Uh, speaking of, just a reminder that the Rumble rant chat money that anybody donates will be going towards the Patriot Freedom Project January 6th kids Christmas gift card drive. So that'll all be going and I'll be matching it dollar for dollar for the gift cards. We'll be doing it, running it through Thanksgiving. And we'll be doing, I think, a $25 denominations for the gift cards for the January 6th kids. And I also believe today, Tuesday, I think Cynthia uses in DC today, actually, um, they're sentencing Rachel Powell. Rachel Powell was the woman she, I believe she has I think five children, um, all all young, uh, maybe some are high school age, and she was the, you know, the woman who has a farm, and and uh, they're sentencing her today, I believe today, to an, an unbelievable amount of prison time, and she, it's it's just ridiculous. Her her kids are involved in the in in making sure, you know. Christmas is decent for these kids who are now facing their parents, at least one of them, you know, going to jail for an extended period of time because of a ridiculous, biased, corrupt DOJ and what they're doing to these people. You know, same thing they're trying to do to Donald Trump, but they're actually doing it to these people. So release those tapes. That's what I have to say. And Jim Jordan better do it. But I have my doubts. I have my doubts that that'll happen. But, um, let me one second. Let me just make sure I am where I am here. Okay. So they're calling this a victory because vocal McCarthy supporter, Representative Mike Rogers, is he from Alabama, the guy with the really bad toupee. It looks like he's wearing a dead rat on his head. He finally folded and announced support for Jim Jordan after enormous grassroots pressure. So many people were advocating to call his office, which so many people did. I did. I called, I think, three times yesterday. There was a list of them, the six, and I mentioned it on the show yesterday morning. And most of them have now seceded and have posted on Twitter that after meeting with Jim Jordan and conversations that they are now giving their support for Jim Jordan for speaker and realizing we have to get a speaker. It's, what, 13, 14, 15 days without a speaker. And we, we need to uh, to get this done and this was announced on yesterday, finally, this toupee-wearing piece of shit who hates Matt Gates, hates everybody, and literally was re ready to be part of the plot for the inner party coup against Jim Jordan, who is the favorite amongst grassroots voters. We don't give a shit who the favorite is among establishment politicians and the internal politics of things. You better open your eyes and realize what the American voters want. And it's pretty evident on social media and other areas of, of spaces that, that, that people are speaking out that they are ready for Jim Jordan to become speaker. We're talking about the American people. I, I, that's a good question, Jobs did. What did Jordan give up for him to vote for him? I mean, I don't. I haven't heard anything about changing of the vacate uh, of the the movement to vacate uh, uh, orders or anything like that. I, I haven't heard any reports of it. I've been speaking to a couple people on the Hill. They haven't really heard of any major concessions that Jim Jordan is willing to give to these people. Uh, I, I I've asked the same question. Who knows? Who knows? 
remember, they're all politicians. And nobody should be idolized as if they're fucking superheroes because none of them are. Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor knee pads, Matt Gates, Lauren Bubert, none of them are fucking superheroes. None of them. It's, a, it's like, which one is, is, is less of a piece of shit than the next? Because they're all pieces of shit, one way or another. All of them. So Mike Rogers announced Monday again on Twitter X that he will support Jim Jordan as House Speaker. Yep, there you go. This comes after several reports that Rogers was plotting an inter-party coup against Grassard's favorite Jim Jordan, which it wasn't a report. It was a fact. I knew it for a fact. The pressure this week, the pressure this weekend from American Patriots must have been huge. Well done to everyone who made calls and emails. Grassroots Army. Realize, don't have the attitude that calling your representative and emailing your representative is useless because that's how they make it seem. And I've spoken to members of Congress where they, they will say, well, you get the same person that calls on the same day at the same time every week and we ignore them. However, power in numbers, the numbers are intimidating at times. When you get 30 people and each one of those people are recruiting two more people to call or write a letter or send an email, that's grassroots support. And that's what every single person, if you're taking the time to watch a show like mine, then you should be able to take the time to get involved in, in the grassroots movement one way or another like this. Even if it didn't have anything to do with your state, if you're America first and you care what's going on and you see, hey, we have to pressure, the, pressure this piece of shit to vote a certain way or do something else, that's what you have to do. Well, I wish I had a bell. I got to get my soundboard uh, uh, tuned up. Profit 60. 100 bucks. Thanks for the merch. Love the hat. Paying it forward. Profit, very much appreciated. That, again, is going towards the January 6th uh, Christmas gift card drive for the January 6th kids. 100 bucks. Let's hear it for Profit 60. $100 in the Rumble Rants. Thank you so much. Maybe we might have to fundraise for Mike Rogers to get a, a better believable toupee. Oh, fuck him. I ain't giving him a dime. So, again... The pressure from American Patriots, not must have been huge. It was huge. The grassroots really came through, and I heard that from multiple sources, that their phones were ringing off the hook. Literally. And Mike Rogers put out a tweet. Since I was first elected to the House, I have always been a team player and supported what the majority of the Republican Congress, co conference agrees to. Together, our Republican majority will be stronger to fight Joe Biden's reckless agenda for America. As a result, I have decide, decided to support Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House on the floor. Maybe it's not always good. I've always, I've always said this. I don't believe it's always good to just be a team player and to go with the flow of what the majority of the Republican conference wants or what they agree to. Because most of the Republican Congress and conference are gutless, white wine-swilling, rhino establishment pieces of shit. So maybe you were put in Congress to think on your own or to vote the way your constituents want, not a bunch of other stupid, gutless politicians want that you're in the conference with. Fuck them and listen to the grassroots voters. That's what you are there to do. So he just admitted it and said it right out 
in public since I was first elected to the House. I've always been a team player and supported what the majority of the Republican conference agrees to. In other words, that translates as since I was first elected to the House, I've always been a team player and I've always said, fuck my grassroots voters in their asses without lube because I don't care what they want. I only care about going with the flow to be accepted in the rhino establishment uniparty Republican conference. That's exactly what he just said. Oh, good morning, Black Green Patriot. Good morning, MAGA. I called my congressman. Cowards won't pick up. I left messages asking politely that he vote for Jordan. Politely. I like that. Politely. I'm going to tell you something. When you get their message and you're able to leave a message on their answer machine, great tactic. I even use it in business, and it's very, very, um, very impactful, actually. You get their voicemail, you keep calling until you can't leave voicemails anymore. I've done this. I have sat there obsessively and leaving like 40, 50 voicemails until you can't, until it says, sorry, but the, the mailbox you're trying to leave a message for is full. Please try again later. And then they have to go and most of them have to delete the messages one by one. Emails, I'll do the same thing. I'll write the same email and I will send that email forward, reply for whatever it is, whatever button you have to do on your email and send it literally 200 to 500 times so that when they open their email or a staffer opens their email, the first three pages or five pages are nothing but your email. You just rapid fire the same email out. Did I get your attention? Imagine if everybody did that. Everybody did that and just clogged phone lines, voicemails, and emails and then started showing up to the offices. That's the problem. People in America, do you even know where your congressional office is? Do you even know where your congressman's office is located in district? Do you know where your senator's office is in, in, in district? And that goes for federal and that goes for your state. That goes, do you know where your town councilman's office is? Do you know where your city hall is in your town? How many people will say no to those answers and to those people like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And if you don't know, find out. And if you don't know them by name, find out and write them down and figure out what the fuck they're voting for in your community and in D.C. And if you don't like it, make your voices heard. Just don't go and pass their office so you don't even know they're passing so you can go pick up a six-pack of beer and a burger and just get fatter and fatter and fatter. And fatter. Just do something. Just do something. Even my dog agrees he's barking in the background. Jim Jordan thanked Rogers for the support. Thanks, man. How, how's that toupee doing? Fuck these people. I go, I play by the rules. I play, I, I go by what the Republican conference wants. That's not who I want representing me. I want them to represent his voters. We're sending you to D.C., especially some of these new pieces of shit. My congressman, Anthony D'Esposito, who I had high hopes for, turned out to be a rhino piece of shit, blowing McCarthy, blowing the, 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 the GOP conference, and not doing anything for America first, not doing anything for constituents, really, and then going after, going after America first candidates and calling them all sorts of names. I'm sorry. Yeah, playing nice is what got us into this mess. I am I am so done with people playing nice. There should be constant chaos in the House of Representatives. There should be constant chaos in the Senate. 
Because without the chaos, there who said it? Without chaos, there's no accountability. With chaos, there is accountability. To put those on blast who are just going with the status quo, putting those people on blast that are just going with the establishment, we will never get change. Never, ever, ever get change in government if we keep sending people there that fall in line to the establishment over fucking money and fundraising to cause chaos and disruption to get things happening for the American people, not against the American people. And if, if, if no one's willing to do this, then we fail. If no one is willing to cause disruptions, if no one is willing to live in inconvenience, if no one is willing to be controversial, then we are fucked. We need to get it together. We need to get it together. Our southern border. We need to get it together. Oh, blue boy life. Good morning. Same with my congressman and my district is as deep red as it gets. Complete letdown. Votes like a liberal. Imagine that. In a deep red area, votes like a liberal. And you know what? Who's showing up to his office? Who's clogging his phone lines? Who's clogging his emails? Now imagine blue boy life if you got five people on board to do that and yourself. And they got two people. And they got two people. Scott Pressel's doing it all over the country with letter writing, with, with vo- getting people registered. We need more of that. We need more people. You know what? I've had enough. I'm making a list of the people I can count on. I need you to make these calls. I need you to send this email. Well, I don't want to write an email. I already wrote it for you. All you have to do is copy, paste, and send. This is what we need to do. Can you get two people to do this? And can you get those? We need giant pyramid schemes of harassing our representatives into doing what we want. Pyramid schemes. You get two people, and you get two people, and you get two people. Start out slow, it'll grow. Imagine if we had a hundred of those grassroots grassroots operations going on in the country in certain districts, and then people got wind of it. All of a sudden, you have 60 people writing letters and calling and emailing, and then you go to your local news media and say, look what we're doing, and it gets carried in a news story, and more people see it and want to get involved. It's not difficult to do. You just have to be willing to do it. And it's not, we're not saying it's going to take you. It's not a full-time job. We actually had Scott in New York State a couple times, and he was able to register voters. He did a little, a little stop in New York. Was it last year? This is what needs to happen. We need more grassroots warriors on the ground. If you, if if you're not willing to do it, you're not a bad person, but you're also not you're not a, you're not a fighter in the movement. You're not. And we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it at times. I could do more. I we we all have families, we all have jobs. I'm not saying you have to take time away from your job. Maybe you have a family that wants to get involved. Maybe a husband, maybe your wife. They may want to do it. Make a day out of it. Let's go. Let's sit down and write letters. Let's make phone calls. Let's harass the shit out of these people. There's always something happening that you can get involved in. Anyway, before I get into the next thing, 
You know what I'm going to do. I am going to play the best cigar commercial, not in the country, but in the world. It is the most patriotic cigar company in the country. Patriot Cigar Company. Here we go. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. PatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA. 25% off your order. You get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Thank you, Ronald Reagan, for coming back and being resurrected from the dead and doing that commercial for me. I appreciate it. The best cigars in America. Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA. 25% off. Hope you try them out. I know a lot of you have and love them. And we got some cool merch over there as well. So thank you again. All right. We have this major border problem that, you know, nobody really wants to talk about. People try to talk about it. They talk about it a little bit. Now we have, you know, how many terrorist cells do we have in the country? How many radical, you know, Islamists do we have running around settling in America, waiting for their call of duty to retaliate against Americans that they hate so much? Can you imagine? I can't believe I saw this and I can't believe I'm saying it that that little sissy boy president of of France, Emmanuel Macron, is actually, his balls dropped, and he's making moves that I agree with. I can't even believe I'm saying it, because I'll be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the country. I'm not a fan of the president. I look at France, and they always have their noses up in the air, and they hate Americans. They could take their vodka and everything else and shove it up their ass. I just, I got Hey, if you if you're part French and you get offended, I really don't care because if there's a part of you that is American or you're, you know, American with French roots or whatever it is, then you'll understand. If not, fuck off. Don't care. President Emmanuel Macron calls for ruthless. I love that word. Ruthless deportation of all aliens with ties to Islamic extremism from France. So I'm, I'm, again, I was like, wow, look at this. Could you imagine, can you imagine if we did this? Can you imagine once they started killing Americans 
in the Middle East or when this thing popped off that our president said, that's it. Everyone, I'm urging every governor in the country to activate the National Guard. I made a mistake. I'm activating the U.S. military, and we're going to apprehend every military-aged man that came here specifically from Middle Eastern countries that Trump had the travel ban on in the first place. We're going to apprehend them, and we're going to deport them back to wherever they came from. Imagine that, but it's not happening. No, we're just letting more in. But this little, uh, little Emmanuel Macron here, I mean, who I despise wholeheartedly. I can't believe I'm agreeing with the guy and liking what he's, the move he's making here. French President Emmanuel Macron is now calling for the deportation of all migrants with ties to Islamic extremism from the country following the recent Islam-inspired murder of a teacher there. It just, it took the murder of a teacher. Apparently one got stabbed. Oh my God, Rocket, I love that. I need that 25% off, saving up for a new kill dozer. Yes, but we should call it the MAGA dozer. And everyone should own a MAGA dozer. MAGA dozers unite. I could just see it now. We're probably now just got moved higher up on the list for saying that. They want to build MAGA dozers now. What are we going to do? Run is what you're going to do. For anyone who has been paying attention, this move by Macron signifies a massive shift in thinking on this issue in France and Europe because they were always, hey, yeah, come on in. Let's go. Bring all your radical Islams here. Hey, we don't care. We're all sickos. The city of Paris has been the site of numerous riots over the last few years, many of which stemmed from migrants who came from France from Islamic countries. You don't say because they hate everybody that's not, you know, a bomb throwing. I don't even know. Goat fucker. French president. I don't care. I don't care. So unapologetic. I don't care. French President Emmanuel Macron called for all radical Islamist migrants residing in France to be removed from the country in the wake of the suspected Islam-inspired assassination of a middle school teacher that happened on Friday. President Macron has tasked Minister of the Interior, Gerald Darmanin, to carry out a ruthless examination of the files of those who carry hatred and terrorist ideologies over the next 48 hours in order to remove foreign-born Islamists from France. It comes after Dominique Bernard, a middle school teacher in the city of Arras, was allegedly stabbed to death by a suspected Islamic Islamist named Mohammed Mugachakov Goatfucker. The Russian-born suspect was reportedly on the country's extremist watch list, referred to as having an S-file prior to the attack and had also reportedly been subject to a deportation order in 2014 that was successfully squashed by appeals from pro-migrant groups. So pro-migrant groups fought to keep this murderous Islamic piece of shit here, in, in France rather, and then he killed a teacher in the name of Islam. Out of the over 20,000 S-files, not all of which remain active, there are at least 489 extremist aliens or foreigners who are considered to be a danger to the country residing in France. All right, so about 500 of them. It shouldn't be too hard to round them up and get them the hell out, where we probably have thousands and thousands of Islamist, Islamic extremists who hate Americans right here in our country running around in scooters in New York City delivering food until it's time to, you know, start stabbing or shooting Americans in the face. <laughs> 
they just had in Belgium. Was it Brussels? They just had a, a guy running around in the name of Islam. I don't even think they caught him yet. Killed two people, shot some others, just running around. I don't think I don't think they caught him yet. He's wearing literally a, a it was wearing a yellow construction vest, running around on the scooter, shooting people. <sighs> Macron sounds like a liberal who has been mugged by reality. Big breaking news. France to immediately deport and revoke visa of foreigners who are found involved in pro-Hamas protests. So, so even if you're pro-Hamas, he's deporting you. He's deporting you. I love for them to go to every pro-Hamas protest in America and force everybody. Oh, but it's against the Constitution. I guess you're right. But when they're sitting there spewing hate for America, hate for Jews, hate for this, hate for that, kill them all, gas them all, hang them all, burn them all, whatever. I think it, because let's face it, take those Hamas supporting protests and now replace them with MAGA hat wearing Republicans saying things like, Fuck these members of Congress. Get rid of all of them. Burn it to the ground. They'd all be arrested for threats against politicians. So what's the difference? What's the difference? France President Emmanuel Macron said enough is enough and warned that all anti-Semitic acts and defending terrorism will now be dealt with severely. I like it. I can't believe I'm agreeing with something little Emmanuel Macron is saying. I cannot believe it. The ruthless deportation of all migrants with ties to Islamic extremism from France. I love it. I love it. They don't like it here. They can get the fuck out. I agree. But you have to give it to him. You have to give it to the little French guy. You got to give it to him. He's doing the work what we should be doing here. We should have never allowed it to get to the levels that it has gotten to. Is it just me, or is it hilarious that they all choose a scooter as a getaway vehicle? Well, in New York City, all the aliens, I know, it's funny, all the aliens have these unregistered and uninspected scooters, which they keep getting confiscated, and they just keep getting more. Like, who, how do they keep getting these brand new scooters? Who, who's, who are they getting them from? And they're riding around working for, I don't know if they're working for Grubhub or Uber Eats or they're just delivering for local restaurants on their own. And, and there are reports of these people making like $3,000 plus a month for delivering food around New York City with tips and everything. They're just working all day and all night, just delivering food, making that money. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Buck Fiden. Good morning. So yeah, I really like what he's doing. We got some other things to get through. I know we're hitting nine o'clock, but uh, I don't think we've had just an hour show in quite uh, some time now that I've looked back. So we're still going to go for a little bit. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. President Macron, Macron, whatever the hell you want to be called, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And meanwhile, our border patrol is struggling because. They're just grabbing people. They're not grabbing people. They're told not to enforce border laws uh, at all. I want to play another clip from Donald Trump yesterday in Iowa. 
And it's great because this actually sums it up of what we're doing at our border, uh, especially with very dangerous people that come here with the intentions of robbing and stealing and hurting Americans, whether it's terrorist cells or just really bad people from some of the prisons that have been emptied since our border's been opened in other countries saying, and insane asylums, like, oh yeah, just let's empty them all out and send them to America. This is great. We can make room. It'll help us. Listen to Donald Trump. This is, this is great. On her way to work one morning, down the path along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. That's exactly what we're doing, right? I'll take care of you. <laughs> take me in, oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman, sighed the vicious, vicious, vicious snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night. As soon as she arrived, she found the pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, you truly would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying, thank you, ma'am, the snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. I saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me, but why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Shut up. Silly woman, said the rec right? <laughs> said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. And that's really it. That's what we're doing. Yep. We're taking in we're taking in people. We're taking in people into our country. I think it's terrific. We're taking in what this is, what it represents. We're taking in people into our country that uh, are going to cause tremendous problems, tremendous problems, and most people don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Mac Macron is talking about it. He's, he's working to get him out. We keep letting him come in. Whether it's the Islamist, the Islamic extremists, whether it's rapists, whether it's traffickers, whether it's murderers, we're allowing them to come in. We're allowing the snake to come in. We're helping that snake. We're helping that snake get stronger. How many times does America have to get bit by these poisonous snakes before we realize, hey, we have to do something about this before we die, before people die? It's, it's really, really, really wild. And there are people coming from reports about that, about Mexican jihadis and all that. They're coming. Islamist, Islamic extremists are coming from the southern border. And they're, they're, they're working on and they're, they're fooling our border patrol agents, looking Hispanic, speaking Spanish, requesting asylum 
as Hispanics, but they're Middle Eastern Islamic extremists. That's a fact that's going on down at the border. And I've heard that from Border Patrol sources, and it's been reported in some outlets. But what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, we're just letting our Border Patrol apprehend some, not apprehend a lot. And then what? Border Patrol reports recent apprehensions of special interests, Iranians at open U.S. southern border, raises red flags of significant terror threat. Not significant, but a definite terror threat that we have here in America because of this. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol reported that four Iranians were apprehended at the open U.S. southern border in the last month, but I think that number has increased now. There's a photo of uh, uh, aliens being processed by the Border Patrol in Eagle Pass, Texas, last month on the 18th of September. The Iranians were considered special interest aliens. Special interest because they come from anti-American terrorist cell countries. So, again, Border Patrol sources confirmed to Fox News at least two known instances of Iranians apprehended at the border hitting the terrorist screening database, raising red flags that they could pose a significant security threat. And this is in the first two weeks of physical year 24. How many came in? Because they've been, listen, this isn't a spontaneous thing. They've been sending them here for the past two years. A single male from Iran was apprehended at the border on Sunday. Three other men from Egypt and Lebanon were captured at the border last week. And... It's um, it's going to keep happening here. We are back with a Fox News alert. FBI Director Christopher Wray is now warning Americans to stay vigilant for possible terror threats here at home. So, Ainsley, Wray fears that Hamas copycat attacks could happen on U.S. soil. Meanwhile, national security concerns rise at our southern border. That's because our Border Patrol agents have announced that four Iranians here illegally have been apprehended in Texas just in the last it's more than month. that. Alexandria Hoff is live at the White House with more. I know it's more than that. Hey guys, I'm here in the Washington Bureau right now. I actually, I want to comment because you guys were talking to Trey about uh, the idea of Hamas being an ideology and you don't have to train with Hamas terrorists to think like them. That's the message coming out from the FBI is that we should not discount the possibility that Hamas or other terrorist organizations will take advantage of the current conflict by calling on supporters to carry out an attack here in the United States. Recruit, recruit. The biggest concern is a solo assailant. We've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. And this, of course, has sparked increased concern over the flow of migrants at our southern border. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, four Iranians have been apprehended since the beginning of this month. That is four. They're all considered to be special interest aliens. That's a term used to describe individuals coming from countries identified by the U.S. government as having conditions that promote or protect terrorism. Individuals may also have some suspicious travel They hate us. And look at this. In the first 14 days of this fiscal year, over 30 Iranians were apprehended at the southern border, nearly 60 Syrians, 35 Pakistanis. How many weren't apprehended? Russians, 285 Afghans, and nearly 2,000 Chinese migrants. Over the past two years, U.S. Border Patrol has encountered almost 73,000 special interest aliens, many of them from Middle Eastern countries. And just last week, CBP agents apprehended two Lebanese nationals in Eagle Pass, Texas. They were also considered to be special interest aliens. Lebanon, of course, home to Hezbollah.
guys. Wow. That's all scary. Yeah, and uh, there, are these, there are these two lawmakers, two congressmen in Washington, they're trying to pass that legislation so that uh, we don't allow anyone from from Gaza, any of the mm. Palestinian authorities. That's uh, not what America stands for. Country. Where does that stand? <laughs> Do you know? The Gaza Act. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. We were reading about that a little bit when I was at the White House yesterday. Um, it's certainly getting some pushback from people because the idea is you have these special interest aliens, as we were just talking about. Not all of them um, are people who adhere to the same beliefs as their government. Many are seeking refugee, re, you know, refuge in the United States, wanting to distance themselves. So it's going to get a lot of pushback, uh, but it's making waves because people in the United States are scared. Yeah, uh, Alex, thanks so much. Appreciate yeah. it. And when Ron DeSantis is leading the charge on that uh, among the candidates, and one of his points is, look, uh, they might not all be Hamas, but they're anti-Semitic. We don't know who they are. This is not the point. Oh, shut up. Ron DeSantis leading the charge. Ron DeSantis has not leaded the charge on anything. It's political talking points. These are all things that Donald Trump has done already with this guy, Killmead. He's such a fucking piece of shit. Literally. Donald Trump imposed all of the travel bans and keeping them out of the country. And then as soon as Joe Biden came in, he opened it up. So Ron DeSantis is just, again, not coming up with anything original and just parroting things that Donald Trump has done or was in the process of doing. It's all ridiculous. Yeah, um, so where I am in New York, I listen, I plan on leaving, but it's not where I am. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about jihadists running around my neighborhood. I'm not in New York City. And where I am, you know, ev everywhere where I am, everybody has guns. I'm not worried about that. And to be honest with you, and I'll say it again, every state is a border state. If they're in New York, they're in Arkansas, they're in Oklahoma, they're in Alabama, they're in Tennessee, they're all over Texas, they're in Maine, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're every. They're in Florida. They're everywhere. And I'll tell you what, you're, you're whether they're depending on where they're going to attack, I wouldn't want to be in a dense city in, in, in a in densely populated area. That is for sure. Um, where I am in New York, yeah, we're pretty fucking based. And uh, Trump flags everywhere, American flags everywhere. Uh, major cities I would worry about big time. Um, even Pennsylvania, you know, they're, they're, they're in Pennsylvania. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Wherever you think they're not, they are. <clears throat> But again, how are Border Patrol agents supposed to do their job when our border is wide open? And this Gaza Act, yeah, it's great. Two Republicans came up with it. We shouldn't have to have a Gaza Act. We shouldn't have to have an act, a, a legislation preventing these people coming in. It should be the President of the United States. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's it. We have to protect Americans. We have to protect American national security. And... um they're not doing it all by design. They're not doing it because once something happens on American soil, you know, you know, they're going to blame it on Donald Trump for being xenophobic. This roots back to the Trump presidency, the prior administration, for when he kept these people out and they had the disdain for America. That's what they'll do. That'll be one, that'll be one angle that they do. So, again, in the last week, and the number is probably more, they'd said like 19 Iranians, 17 Syrians. I'm sure those numbers have doubled or tripled. And these are the people that they apprehended that they see illegally crossed. How many people have gotten here that are here that have not been detected? 
I literally, the whole Joe Biden administration refusal to reverse these open border policies. I mean, they call them open border policies of death. Will at some point have catastrophic consequences right here in America. Maybe not now, maybe not six months from now, maybe a year from now. The holidays are coming. Who knows? Places are going to, New York City is going to be so congested during the holidays. Radio City Musical, Rockefeller Center, The Tree, this one, that one. The Biden administration has to sit down, pull their big boy pants up, and admit the failure at the border and reinstate Trump-era border policies that allowed the Border Patrol operational control of the border and actually able to do their job. And here's another video of, uh, yeah, Border Patrol on alert. Say that terrorists may seek to exploit our border situation here at the They already are. Specifically highlight Iran, which is the world's leading terrorism sponsor country. Now, since this past Monday, there have been nearly 20 Iranian migrants More. apprehended at the border, some 17 Syrians. Just in Eagle Pass, where we are on Thursday, we had two men in their 20s apprehended from Lebanon, one from Egypt. Now, they will all go through extensive scrutiny and hopefully we'll find Will out they they know? why they came here and crossed illegally. But ultimately, we don't know. We can get correct information because we don't deal with most of these countries. Over. And we certainly don't share intelligence with countries like Iran or Syria. That poses the dangers that you see. Meanwhile, the numbers continue to come day in, day out. Our numbers, and we have hundreds and large groups every day. We've been bringing it to you month after month here. And yet nothing is changing here as this border continues to be unsecure. And what's most important about this, Neil, is that the agents are so busy, 90% of the workforce every day are processing yep. these large groups. So you have 60 plus miles here in this sector. And from Brownsville to San Diego, you literally have hundreds upon hundreds of miles of unpatrolled wide open border for which someone with a terrorist intention could exploit that vulnerability. Now, 100%. Not only that, you're telling me that these Islamic terrorist groups aren't working with and paying the cartels in Mexico a lot of money to get their people in? Is anyone looking into the uh, possible relationships and business relationships between Islamic terrorist groups and the cartels in Mexico? Because the same thing happens. They bog down the Border Patrol agents processing aliens and then leave miles and miles and miles of the border unpatrolled because they don't have enough Border Patrol agents to do it. And then that's where the, the cartel is bringing in the weapons, the the human trafficking products, you know, humans and children, the drugs. How about now terrorist organizations? This isn't new. They're talking about it now because of what's going on in the Middle East. Terrorist organizations have been coming in since the opening of the border during the Biden administration, especially during the evacuation of Afghanistan. And what about all the Chinese people that are coming here? What, do you think they're just coming here to, to, to escape the CCP? Or are they coming here at the behest of the CCP to get as many commies in America as possible? That's a whole other animal. That's a whole other animal. I mean, they're buying our farmland.
there are states, imagine states, they have to put out, they have to legislate and, and pass laws saying that Chinese nationals can't buy farmland in America because they're all tied to the CCP. This is where we are. Really quick, a couple quick little little border stories. Just because, again, nobody wants to talk about the border. Some people are. A lot of people aren't. And it needs to be highlighted. And I'm going to keep doing it because this is what's going to be our demise here on our homeland is the people coming from the border. They're causing havoc already. 49,000 migrants apprehended in 28 days in one Arizona border sector. So if you say 49,000 are apprehended, how many thousands or tens of thousands were not apprehended that got away with it because the Border Patrol can't catch them all? Tucson sector Border Patrol agents apprehended more than 49,000, almost 50,000 aliens who illegally crossed the border from Mexico into Arizona during the past 28 days, according to unofficial Border Patrol reports. This came out the 15th, two days ago. Tucson Sector Chief Patrol Agent John Modlin posted a report on X indicating that his agents apprehended 13,300 migrants during the past week. The apprehensions led to the filing of 126 federal criminal cases. Here, Tucson Sector Week in Review. This is from the 13th of October. 13,300 apprehensions, 588 rescues, which means Border Patrol agents had to put their lives on the line to rescue and save the lives of illegal aliens, 126 federal criminal cases, 25 human smuggling events that they interrupted. How many human smuggling events did they not interrupt? Six narcotics events, one firearm seized. This is what's coming over the border. This is the fourth consecutive week where Tucson sector agents made more than 11,000 arrests in a single week. In addition to the migrant arrests, Tucson sector agents carried out 588 migrant rescues and everything else I just spoke. Despite cooler temperatures, the Arizona desert remains deadly. Migrants attempting to cross illegally find themselves at the mercy of the elements. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's wild. But then, listen. Here you go. This, this, is, just, this is just one thing that's happening and it's major and this is happening constantly constantly border town usa because every state and every town is a border state and town twice deported honduran migrant charged in two tennessee murders when are we going to start seeing the islamic extremist charged in isolated bombing incident in mass shooting. Well, they'll blame the guns. They'll blame MAGA Republicans. They'll blame Trump. And still they'll tell you MAGA Republicans are the most, the, the, the biggest threat to national security and democracy. A Honduran migrant illegally pre uh, present in the United States has been arrested in the, by the Nashville Metro Police Department. Nashville, beautiful place, right? They're running around rampant in Nashville. For the second time in one week in connection with two separate Nashville murders. Two separate Nashville murders. So the guy murdered two people, not like the same, at the same incident. Police announced the arrest on Tuesday of Kevin Castro Garcia, who was suspected of murdering of 37-year-old Elmer Nahum Miranda Martinez on Friday. 
Castro Garcia was charged with a second homicide involving the murder of Brandon Rivas Noriega, reported missing earlier this month. According to Nashville Metro Police Department officials, Castro Garcia is illegally in the United States and has been twice deported by ICE, according to a news report in Nashville. The latest arrest involves the discovery of decomposing remains by police in the trunk of a 2015 Ford Focus parked behind an abandoned trailer home on Rural Hill Road in Antioch, Tennessee. According to authorities, the remains were identified as those of 26-year-old Brandon Rivas Noriega, who was last seen driving the vehicle on October 3rd. Family members reported Rivas missing after receiving messages from him stating he was in trouble and needed money. And then another murder. This is what we're letting over the border. This is... Yeah, the migration will be pointed to in terms of how the new virus got here. The new virus! Yeah, fuck that. I don't care about the vaccines. If people are going to take it, that's on them. If they're if they're choosing to put themselves at risk, that's fine. I will I will never talk about vaccines again as far as the show because if you can't get it through your fucking head that it's not normal, then you're just going to go and do it, get your boosters and be done with it. If you're going to decide to succumb to some mandate that may either be here or coming or back again. That's on you people. That's on you. That is on you. I'm going to leave it there. I have one more video. I'm going to play to close out. Came from the Dilly meme team, William of Ockham. (laughs) Excuse me. And uh, yeah, let's, let's play it. I see it. A massive red wave. This is great. <laughs> the red wave. We need it. With a bang of red wave, it should astoundly pulls the evil deep state down. Lips with salty tears, scream the guidance he steps on them. He flashes those comments and he throws them around as he chases social democrats out of town. This is great. California. Is amazing. Oh my God. 
Oh my God, Trumpzilla. You have to love it. We need to unleash Trumpzilla on the United States of America. And we're gonna do it because we're gonna get we're gonna get Trumpzilla elected. We're gonna get him through the primary, we're gonna get him through the general. He's gonna be the 47th president of the United States. There will be unbelievable amounts of MAGA energy in the area in the air. Because right now you smell the desperation of uniparty Republicans and Democrats and everyone else that are fighting against the good of the Donald Trump 47th presidency of the United States. Anyway, it's, uh, it's wild what's going on. And uh, we need to just get involved. Get involved, feel the MAGA energy. You need to hit the thumbs up. You need to share. You need to comment on this video in the comments down below. Just throw a comment down there. The comments, I notice help the algorithm as well with the thumbs up and the likes. Share the video, please. Follow on social media. X is the best place. That's the battlefield. And uh, I will be, again, if you just watch out for Steak for Breakfast podcast that releases later today, I will be there doing the news with Roan and Christina Bob and Liz Harrington. I'll be back tonight with my bearded co-host, not-so-good-looking uh, James Curry. Trumpzilla won, yes. MAGA, NECA, Trumpzilla. Yeah, so again, tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here, We the People Radio with James Curry. And then later on, keep an eye out for Steak for Breakfast podcast. Yours truly will be on there. We'll be having some fun with Roan. And then, of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here, 1776live.tv for MAGA mornings once again. As always, MAGA hat stays on. See you soon.